0: Welcome to CBS LA Uncut, where there's so much more to the
1: story. I'm CBS LA anchor Elsa Ramon. Each week, we'll take a look at a story you've seen on the news and take a deeper dive. More interviews, more insight, and more information. So, I really went wild. (laughs) And I had banana leaf wallpaper up
0: on all the walls, and I had plants hanging from Every hook I could
1: manage to screw into the ceiling. Artist, designer, author. Justina Blakeney coined her botanical boho vibe while entertaining in her L.A. apartment.
0: And one of my girlfriends was like,
1: it's like a jungle in here. It's like a
0: jungle bungalow. And we like all looked at each other, we were like, it's a (laughs) jungalow.
1: And that's where the name came from. In this episode, CBS LA producer Nicolette Medina had the opportunity to experience everything Jungalo when she interviewed Justina Blakeney at her chic, vibrant studio in LA's up-and-coming Frogtown neighborhood. Here in the newsroom, we were working on a series called LA Influential, producing features on successful female entrepreneurs in Southern California. Justina's leafy zest for jungle decor was popping up all over Instagram, so we had to find out how she turned her inspiration into success. Here's the interview.
0: I'm Justina Blakeney. It's J-U-S-T-I-N-A-B-L-A-K-E-N-E-Y.
2: So we're doing a series on girl bosses in Southern California, and we definitely thought of you... I'm thrilled. You are so up and coming, right? I mean, where are you in your stage of your career, do you think?
0: Where am I in the stage of my career? It's a very interesting question. I don't know. I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm at the very beginning. Other days, I feel like I'm at the end. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's different every day here. So um, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, you know, I have a couple of books under my belt, a New York Times bestseller. I've got uh, collections that I've designed in huge retailers across the country. Right now we just launched at Living Spaces which is so exciting. Um, so I, I sort of say that out loud to myself and I'm like, yeah, we're on the up and up. We got a lot of stuff going on. Um, but then there's so many times where I'm like, we have a tiny office, a tiny staff. I'm like, people think we're so much bigger than we are. And, um, and so I vacillate between feeling like, yes, you know, we've made it. And oh, we still have so much work to do and we're building and we're still so small. So yeah. <laughs> So where did you grow up? I grew up in Berkeley, California, up north in the Bay Area. Kooky, hippie, (laughs) fun, beautiful place to to grow up. Um, It was sort of a very free-spirited household, my brothers and sisters and I doing art and just being creative and my parents are both developmental psychologists so we grew up really sort of with our creativity being nurtured I think in a very healthy and positive way and I think that's affected me a lot.
2: Do you remember any kind of projects that you did as a kid where everyone was like okay this kid's got something?
0: I definitely have memories of people telling me I was creative. Oh you're you're a creative kid, you're bright, you're this, you're that, but I also um, always felt a little bit like a Jill of all trades and a master of none. I liked to write, and I liked design and art and all that, but um, I also was really interested in language and travel, and so I had sort of this myriad of interests, and um, I always felt like I was pretty good at doing a lot of the stuff, but I, I always felt like in class there was always someone that better than me at like drawing, or better than me at writing, or definitely math and science. I, was, <laughs> I never felt like I excelled in that arena at all.
1: Justina was a big dreamer as a kid. At one point, she wanted to fly through the air as a trapeze artist and travel with a circus. There was something very
0: um, compelling to me about the idea of flying through the air and I had dreams of flying and sort of had this this flying thing. I I don't know what that was about, Um, but also just sort of the glitz and glam and fun. And I also um, have always loved to travel. And I think that the idea of sort of being in a traveling circus as a kid was really, was really sort of a fun, exciting idea. She had
1: moments when she wanted to be a teacher too, because of her love for children. As she got older, the idea of becoming a journalist really piqued her interest. She learned to speak several languages and loved to write. So why not interview people around the world? but then it came to her.
0: I think it probably wasn't until college where I started really getting into design. And um, I think in great part, I have my sister to thank for that. My older sister is an interior designer and I've always sort of kept a half an eye on what she's doing and oh, what she's doing. Oh, that looks fun. And, um, and so uh, after college, I moved to Italy and I went to fashion school and thought that I wanted to do fashion design and did that. For a while and that's sort of where I got my, my design foundation and, and where I learned a lot about sort of design theory and all that um, and worked in that field for a number of years before deciding I'm not at home in this industry. Um, I really uh, want to work in home decor. Yeah,
2: so what was the next step? How did you get into home decor?
0: I had started my blog, and it was about all things creative. It didn't necessarily have a focus of of home or of fashion. It was just sort of like anything I liked, and it was a lot of print and a lot of pattern and a lot of plants and a lot of life, right? And at the time, this was in the um, about 2009-2010. Everything that uh, everyone was talking about in the home decor world was very minimal. Sort of there were these black and white interiors, and everything was very stark and hyper modern. A lot of like Clean edges, but like very, very, um, just very stark. And I really wanted everything to be colorful and fun and bright and um, more homey. And um, and so, just by nature of my own interests, I started, um, I started focusing more on home decor on the blog. And that's really what started it all for me.
2: Going to give advice to someone about starting a blog who had lots of talents and lots of interests. What would your advice be? Um,
0: my advice for starting a blog now is to be consistent. I was worried when I first started, oh one day I'm talking about fashion, the next day I'm talking about home, I'm talking about patterns, I'm doing food stuff, like this is all over the place and does anyone care? And um, and at first no one did care, <laughs> and that's okay because I wasn't at the time doing it for other people, I was doing it for myself, it was really a journal. It was a really a way to put my ideas somewhere and, and put them out there and see if anyone was Interested, or if anyone wanted to listen, and if not, that was okay, because I was doing it for me. And but I really think it was the consistency um, that that was important, because there are so many days where, especially in my early days, no one was reading my blog, and I would call my sister or I'd call my mom, and I'd be like, "Hey, guys, you want to comment on my blog? <laughs> like I wrote a cool blog post or whatever," and just to just because I wanted to share, and I and I wanted people to read what what I had to say, and um, and so for. For many years, it was really drumming up the excitement. And no one was reading it, and that was okay. And,
1: um, but I stuck to it. Justina says you shouldn't get hung up on the name of your blog or let it prevent you from launching. You can always change it if you come up with something more clever down the road. So the way
0: it all worked out was sort of organic and sort of convoluted all at the same time. So I started blogging, like I said, back in 2009. And um, and when I first started, uh, it had a different name. And then it's oh, it's probably had like 10 different names over the course of the last you know eight eight years, nine years. Um, and so for a while it was all under my own name. It was Justina Blakeney and sort of had this long URL that was like blog.justinablakeney.com, you know, and then, but I always had um, Jungalo. Jungalow was always what I called my style, was always what I called my home. Um, it was like my word. And what was happening was, for example, I go to the flea markets because I'm a flea market hound and I go every weekend. And um, little by little, people at the flea market started recognizing me and they were like, oh, you're, you're, um, you're the Jungalo girl. You're Jungalo, right? And so they wouldn't necessarily remember my name, but they th- this whole like idea of Jungalow was sticking. And this is maybe like 5 5 years ago or, you know, 4 or 5 years ago at this point. And so, I'm home one night and I'm thinking about that. I'm like, people have a hard time my, my name is difficult. It's got weird e's in it. No one knows where they go. <laughs> like uh, people call me Justine, you know, and I'm, they type it in wrong. So I'm like, but people remember Jungalow. And so I think I need to rebrand. And so I went through this rebranding process of um, going from calling everything under my own name to Jungalo. And all of a sudden it was like, boom. And I knew I had made the right decision because um, I started the Jungalo Instagram and all of a sudden it was like every day I had 5,000 new followers. And I was like, (laughs) what is going on here?
1: Jungalo is definitely a catchy name, so Nicolette asked Justina to rewind a bit and take us back to before the blog and the book took off. We wanted to know, how did she come up with the name Jungalo? So, Jungalo was born um, in my first apartment where I
0: lived by myself. And I only lived by myself ever in my life for a period of about eight months. Um, I had just moved back to LA from New York and I'd been in New York for two years. And I had all uh, my girlfriends visiting from New York and we were all kind of crashing on the couch, we're drinking wine, we're hanging out. And one of my girlfriends was like, it's like a jungle in here. It's like a." jungle bungalow and we like all looked at each other we were like it's a jungle!" <laughs> and that's where the name came from and it just stuck and I just loved it I just I felt like this word sort of embodied my personal style in such a fun way and uh, because I'm so boho and that's you know and and I incorporate things from my travels and you know I have a multicultural background so I grew up uh, my mom is uh, Jewish American, my dad's African American, and we grew up with like you know Ethiopian art and West African art and you know all these Jewish relics like menorahs and mezuzahs and all this stuff in our home. And I just grew up with this sort of mixed vibe, and that also was translated into my home, and so that became Jungleo, and that's kind of what my brand stands for is this fun mix that's that's wild,
1: right? <laughs> Justina and her team have been hard at work developing jungleo lines for retailers like Target, Calico Corners, and Living Spaces, and the list is growing. So
0: we've got sofas and armchairs and everything, and we're designing not just the bodies, not just the frames, but also all the fabrics. And um, and so I'm just having the best time, you know, everything with like leaves and flowers and all these geometrics and, you know, prints inspired from Morocco and Turkey and all these places that I love to travel to, Mexico.
1: Traveling the globe is just another way Justina soaks up inspiration for design. She posts photos from her trips around the world on her Instagram accounts and literally paints the towns. One of the things I love to do when I'm traveling is paint.
0: And so um, paint and draw, and I and I have a little like travel watercolor set that I carry with me wherever I go. So anytime I'm on a plane or a train, um, or even in a car, I sort of bust out um, my watercolors and I'm painting. And we turn all of these drawings and doodles and paintings into patterns, and then the patterns can show up anywhere. They can show up on rugs and pillows, they can show up in fabrics, they can show up um, on paper as stationery, And even in my new book, which is coming out in just a couple of weeks, uh, which is the new Bohemian's Handbook, Come Home to Good Vibes, we have my patterns woven all throughout, um, all throughout the book as well. So it's really exciting.
1: We asked Justina if there were parts of her business she still struggles with, but no, she just has to embrace in order to be successful.
0: So there are so many parts of being a business owner and being an entrepreneur that I love. Um, I love being my own boss, I love that I can spend my days how I want to, Um, and there's also a lot of parts that I struggle with. I don't like HR, I don't like dealing with hiring and firing, I want to be an artist and I want to be designing and, um, and for a long time I d- didn't feel like I was good at the business part. Um, and what I've learned over the years, I've been doing this now for 10 years, is that the business part is the human part right? For so long I thought it was about numbers and I thought I was missing something and that if I didn't you know I said earlier I I didn't feel like I was good at math and science growing up and I had this like mental block where like business equaled math and that I wasn't good at math and I think a lot of women have that block because we're sort of trained to think that way I think from an early age but the other part of it is that um, I am good with people And when you're good with people and when you can read people well and when you can kind of um, create an environment where you you can listen and be listened to, then that
1: means you're a good business person. Yes, Justina is juggling several successes right now, but every smart business person experiences their ups and downs. We asked her about those. Do you you remember a struggle? I've had so many struggles getting
0: to where I am right now. There's so many. Every day, there's some kind of like little failure. And, um... Girl? Dust it off. (laughs) Keep going. I mean, the consistency is definitely part of it, but I don't brew in my failures. Um, I, I lay a lot of eggs. I see which ones hatch. I celebrate the hatched eggs. And I don't dwell on the ones that didn't hatch. And I move on.
1: Successful women are often asked, how do you balance it all? Well, Justina points out, with balance comes sacrifice, but it's all worth it.
0: I've worked really, really hard to create a balanced life for myself. Um, I love being an entrepreneur, and I love my business, and I can't separate it from who I am. I'm, I'm up at night working. I can't help it. I love it. Um, Passion is so much of what drives my success. Um, Can't stop won't stuff, right? (laughs) The ways that I've found that help with that are that um, first, my amazing husband is a stay-at-home dad. And that's been huge for us because even though sometimes financially it is stressful, having only one income, what it does is it sort of relieves me of a lot of mom guilt because she's with her dad when she's not with me, and that is (laughs) awesome. So the other thing that I've done is that where we are here at my studio, we're one and a half blocks from my home. (laughs) So, you know, I lived in Italy for many years and and they call it casa bottega, when your house is right above your little store. (laughs) So I got used to that casa bottega lifestyle where you can walk to work. And even though it's fairly uncommon in Los Angeles, um, we very specifically have created this life for ourselves where we've curated um, a way of living where we can get around on our bikes, we can walk. My daughter and husband come down here all the time. Uh, My husband helps out here when he's not with my daughter. And it's sort of a
1: family business. When Justina's daughter responds to her creativity, she feels she's succeeding
0: at motherhood. We went to go look at um, my new fabric collection, which is at Calico Corners now, and she looks and she looks up at the row of fabrics and it's so colorful and so bright, and then she sees my photo and she goes, I'm proud of you, Mama. <laughs> and I was just like, uh... I'm even getting a little emotional just thinking about it, just because, I mean, she's growing up with... Um, you know, seeing her mom be an entrepreneur and seeing her mom's, you know, artwork in stores all around the country. And um, and I can tell it's empowering for her. I'm Justina Blakeney, designer, artist, and author. And I love bringing good vibes home through my signature bohemian look.
1: My new collection at Living Spaces is- You may have noticed Justina Blakeney featured in Living Spaces commercials running on TV on the West Coast. If you walk into any of their showrooms, You'll find her furniture and home goods sections with that jungle vibe. All right, so you get a phone call, you get an email, Living
2: Spaces wants to collaborate with you. That's huge. I Sort of
0: didn't believe the living spaces thing was happening until I was like in the store with all my stuff and my picture on the wall. And <laughs> I was like, every step of the way, you know, I went to their headquarters in La Mirada. I met, you know, everyone who works with them, all the executives, and we're having this meeting. And I leave the meeting, and I'm kind of nonchalant because there's just a part of me that like doesn't believe that it's actually happening. (laughs) And then, you know, we're collaborating and we're doing photo shoots and we're picking all the fabrics and everything, all the pillows. And so, and then sort of there's this moment where I'm talking to my agent on the phone and and I'm like, this is happening. She's like, oh yeah, this is happening. I'm like, this is happening. (laughs) It was like, it felt
1: kind of surreal. The Jungalo furniture displays at Living Spaces actually mimic the studio space in her Los Angeles warehouse. The walls are bright white canvases splashed with vibrant shades and textures, and there are plants everywhere, hanging from hooks and nestled in nooks. They blend in with the leafy print wallpapers she designed herself. I think about the moments
0: in my life where I felt the most at peace or the moments in my life where I felt the most invigorated. And inevitably, it has to do with nature in some way. So for me, I love to try and bring that feeling indoors. And it can come through a leafy wallpaper print, or it can come through, you know, filling your home and life with actual plants. You know, for me, I love the jungle, and I love the vibrancy, and I love the pops of red and orange and yellow, and I love bringing that
2: vibrancy indoors. You have any words of wisdom for a young woman who watches your story and says I'm like her I want to do what she did when
0: everyone asks me sort of what my secret is what my secret to success is honestly it's like I work hard and I try and work with people who work as hard as I do <laughs> and so surrounding yourself with people who are very positive and who feed you in that positive way is extremely important I would also say not to dwell on failures or struggles. It's part of the journey and it's part of the process, and it really does, as Beyonce says, like it'll make you stronger. And I feel like um, it's, it's important to love what you do. I think that um, if you come to work every day with love and passion for what you do, you can't help but like move forward in a way that's strong and passionate and that's what you need to have you need to have that fire in your gut about what you do and because it then doesn't feel like work it feels fun and exciting and every day there's a new opportunity or something amazing that you can produce and um, people you can inspire and touch and that's for me what pushes me to
1: keep on moving. Since our interview, Justina's launched another line collaborating with Pottery Barn Kids, giving little ones a little jungle in their lives as well. That's a lot of success for someone who hasn't yet reached 40. But she'll remind you, it didn't happen overnight. Her sweet success has been 20 years in the making. I'm Elsa Ramon. Thanks for listening to CBS LA Uncut. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and check us out on all social media platforms at CBSLA and visit our website, cbsla.com.